it's time for the September 12, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A cheerfully negative recap of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine broadcasting from the University of California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. No, and guess, oh, I can hear him. Yeah, there he is. Uh, there he is. He's way out there. Is he's he going to join us? I don't know. I don't know. He's, 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 I can hear him. He's, he's, he, he's got the end of the world on his mind. Oh, my yeah. God. That's heavy stuff. Yeah. Uh, for a number of reasons. Okay. First off, in yeah. the preface to his new book, Starmus, that's the name of the book. Starmus. Starmus. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Stephen Hawking. You know him. I know of yeah. him. Yeah. I don't know him, but Famous I know him. Famous big brain. Yeah, big brain. Said that the so-called goddamn particle. You know, that's the truth. That's why it was is called. Is that exactly what they called it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because yeah, they, opposed... they couldn't find it. It was a goddamn particle. <laughs> and when they were publishing the paper, somebody said, eh, I don't know if you want to go with that. Yeah. So they right. said the God particle. Anyway, the goddamn particle could become unstable and cause a catastrophic vacuum decay that would lead to the collapse of time and space. Wow. This, according to Stephen Hawking, this could happen at any time and we wouldn't see it coming. Wow. Boom! Time and space. You you and I will be gone. sitting here doing weekly signals yeah. and all of a sudden Yeah. Nothing. Hey Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well, that happens a lot anyway. Yeah, well, so, yeah. I know there are a lot of people out there who who <laughs> wish that would happen. Yeah. Um but uh yeah. yeah. That... On one hand there's 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 dead air <laughs> and then there's the uh collapse of time and space the two different things two different things also levels of heat trapping carbon dioxide in the atmosphere rose to a record shattering pace last year yeah. as far as Mahler's end of the world scenario yeah concentrations of nearly all the major greenhouse gases reached historic highs in 2013 that would be reflecting all those emissions from automobiles and smokestacks a diminishing ability of the world's oceans and plant life to soak up excess carbon put into the atmosphere by humans is now troubling the uh, United Nations Meteorological Advisory Body. God. In other words, we won't, we're producing even more, but it's getting to the point where the old fail-safe filter systems yeah, are just absorb. They've absorbed too much. Yeah, you got a bad air, air filter in your car, sir. No matter uh, yeah. even if you are running clean. The jump of nearly, nearly three parts per million over 2012 levels was twice as large as the average increase in carbon levels in recent decades. <sighs> Meanwhile, contrary to a recent report, this is kind of good news, new figures show the ozone layer is restoring after years of depletion. Remember last week we said yeah. it, there was reports that there were still chlorofluorocarbons mysteriously <laughs> appearing up there. Yeah. But apparently this is going to be uh, at least that part of our problems uh, by... Uh, Let's see, mid-century should be cleared up. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, that get, was don't that get was... too happy here, though, Mike, yeah. uh, because well, you, yeah. the Union of Concerned Scientists and the Rocky Mountain Climate Organization report found that aspens, you know, the little trees, yes, already seem to be vulnerable to drought, will de- decrease 45% in Colorado and 61% across six state regions. It found that the amount of land suitable to sustain conifer species, that would be lodgepole pines, Douglas fir, Engelmann spruce, ponderosa pine, will decrease by at least 50%. And these, this report blames climate change, of course. And uh, it's hit forests with drought, higher temperatures, increasing fire and insect infestations. Oh. And these aren't just tiny rare trees species on the brink these aren't like that these are, these are massive yeah. widespread species yeah. that are characteristic of ro- rocky mountain forests yeah. so essentially the report is saying 
our forests are dying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these are hardy trees. Yeah. These are hardy breeds of trees that live in the Rockies. It's yeah. not that's not the most hospitable place to start with for trees to to well, live. You don't want to be in a drought up there. And uh God, we better get rain this this uh winter. We we I mean we'll get to that. Yeah. We better. Meanwhile, President Obama authorized uh, U.S. airstrikes for the first time in Syria and their expansion in Iraq mm -hmm. against the uh, ISIL, yeah. ISIL ISIS, Islamic State. Yes. I think he settled on ISIL as, he, he, as the acronym of choice. Yeah. Or ISIL yeah, I, is ill. Yeah, yeah I, that seems to be it. And, yeah. and uh, that, was, that was their go-to phrase when they first came into existence. And I think... I'm not sure if there's a. That's you mean not their phrase, but their calling they, card. What they ISIL? were calling themselves yeah. was ISIL or ISIL. Um, and I think that some <laughs> of that has has to do with uh, they, they've been the ISIS people yeah. or ISIL people have been very sophisticated about rebranding themselves uh -huh. while they terrorize millions of people. And I think this is a, sort of a, a something on the part of the president. I'm not going to I'm not going to call you by what you're calling yourself this week. I'm going to go back to what you were calling yourself. Yeah. When we first got to know about you. I don't know. I don't know. It matters. Well, anyway, he said they he would uh, hunt down the Islamic State militants, the, the ISIL guys, wherever they are. And degrade them and de destroy them? Yeah. And I'm kind of wondering, what about the ones that are going to pop up three decades from now because of this? I, I go and, back. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like you just keep slapping people in the face or punching yeah. them or beating them down and and they have reason to come back at you right 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 now we're going this is and i understand the need to put out this little forest fire this fire that's going on right now in syria and iraq with isis i i get that and we have to do something these people are slaughtering thousands of people but i go back to something ray mcgovern said on our program years ago and that was what's a better strategy Either you can set up a bunch of snipers around a swamp and shoot the mosquitoes as they fly out of the swamp, yeah. or you can drain the swamp. We are continue to sniper at mosquitoes when we're not getting to the reason that these people flourish in this part of the world. As long as we support these regimes that oppress their people who siphon off the resources for themselves and not get to the reason why these guys get any traction, we're going to be doing this decades from now as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of other information here about, uh, uh, for example, Stephen Sotloff. Yes. The uh, American journalist whose videotaped beheading helped mobilize the calls for these airstrikes. His family uh, has said that Sotloff was sold off by ISIL, mm -hmm. by other Syrian rebels. Yeah. And we are now backing those, those other Those so-called moderate. Yeah, yeah, we are now yeah. backing those other Syrian uh, moderate rebels yeah. who are being financed also by Saudi Arabia, one of the largest sources of funding yeah. for ISIL and other jihadist groups. We've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. The real it's a money, mess. the real money is in Saudi Arabia for these guys. Yeah. They're, they're Sunnis. They, uh, the Saudis uh, endorse a very radical brand of, of Islam, mostly to keep their people under control. This Wahhabi sect is really there as morality police and political police to keep their people from actually doing anything but in the process they will fund these kind of groups like yeah. ISIL and the rest. Yeah, and meanwhile they're our best friends. And meanwhile George Bush is holding hands with uh, with the king Well, and, and Obama is essentially yeah. too. No, it's you're, you're right I, you know, every we, American president is holding hands with these guys. We had our chance these guys. back when Carter was president Yeah, yeah 
to to at least try and and get a uh, alternative alternative energy yeah. base here in this country and mm -hmm. and we decided not to because Ronald Reagan was was such a good guy. What an ass. What an ass. I hate that 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 presidency right there just completely threw this country way off course. It brought us to where we are today. Exactly. Exactly. I, I really I do believe it to be the most destructive presidency. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying others didn't help it along, no. but that was the turning point right there. It was. There. It was. Iraqi lawmakers have approved the new government. Shiite Prime Minister Hadir al-Abadi will share power with two deputy prime ministers, a Sunni and a Kurdish one. Mm. So we, we're, I guess we're kind of plappy with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got okay something over it. there yeah. at least. All right. The official death toll from Ebola. I'm just moving right yeah, through this. Yeah, please, please. That was Ebola in West Africa is top 2,300 with warnings of a significant jump in the coming days. A Liberian, a Liberian minister is warning the virus is devouring everything in its path. I think he's being a little bit dramatic there. It is something, again, that you have to, like, suck up the spit or get into the blood or touch the other person yeah. in order to get. It's not something that floats through the air. Right. So right. you should be aware of that. And in a lot of places where this is spreading, uh, people really don't know much about medicine. You know, the people who are contracting the, or <laughs> are contracting the disease. Yeah. Uh, well, they're warning that as many as 20,000 yeah. could die before the virus is contained. Yeah. This is the, uh, well, no, it's horrible over there. I'm just saying yeah. that well, what I, heard, I hear I heard, is not something that's likely to spread in, in civilized areas. That right. I mean by civilized, where there's a lot of hospitals. Infrastructure. Yeah, infrastructure to, to, for yeah, treating yeah, diseases yeah. like this. Uh, apparently, Obama has talked to, is talking about deploying U.S. military to yeah. set up some kind of field hospitals to deal with, with this as well. Yeah. So, let's see. see, what about a strategy like that? Screw Issel. Just put in, put in your time to, to helping other people who, and, and, and let, you know, I mean, if it takes another beheading by Issel, let them look like the asses. Yeah. Why do we have to, why do we have to appear like asses? Not that we are necessarily right. in, in doing any of the military maneuvers, but still, we, we are perceived that way by a good deal of the and world. This, and by the way, I heard this when ISIS or ISIL just first appeared, which was the one thing that they are want more than anything else is for the United States to directly engage them. Yeah. Because it, it first of all, it makes them a credible political force. And the second thing is it becomes a, a way to recruit uh, these kind of fighters from all over the world to come and join yeah. them. And that's what because their 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 belief is, is that the U.S. is determined to kill Muslims. And this just reinforces that that notion. I'm not yeah. believe me, no, no way, shape yeah. or form. Am I saying these pigs should die in a most horrible death for what they've done but no they should just not be around yeah they should yes but it just it's, it this isn't out. the way to go about doing yeah. it yep i don't think martin luther king would have said these pigs should die a horrible death no he yeah. probably wouldn't have. And, and i think that's kind of the way we have to treat this yeah yeah you're right you know look to our great leaders not to our pimps that are in there right now yeah. like well yeah. don't want to say obama is necessarily a pimp but no. certainly bush was uh, Obama extended the more than 50-year-old embargo on trade to Cuba. Why? Which proves that he is a pimp. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what, what are you doing what that What is going for? on? Yeah. What, what, this is so ridiculous. What, what is it, sugar? I don't understand. What, what import-export thing is going on there? We, we're, we're, we are so against 
the recognizing and trading with Cuba, which to me just seems like it could be nothing but positive. We, Except, it's got it's got to be Florida. It is. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. it. That it's political. Yeah. The the, uh, the you know he doesn't want to lose Florida for the Democrats, so he will continue. Yeah. You know, and people are traveling to uh, Cuba now. There's. Uh, it's we, asinine. We, we trade with Vietnam, an avowed communist country. We trade yeah. with Red China, an avowed communist country. We trade with a lot of countries. Uh, yeah. Red China is far more of a threat than than Cuba, Cuba. is to this country, Jesus. and yet, and yet, it takes absolutely no courage at all. No. And it would take a little bit of courage, Obama, to actually say, "Let's open this up." I, I suppose you don't want to be assassinated. I guess that well, would be yeah. the, <laughs> the one reason why not. But yeah. you know, that's why you came into power. Yeah. Because yeah, you we, shouldn't be afraid to be assassinated for standing up yeah. for for things that you and a lot of other people believe in in this oh, country. In Peru, an anti-logging activist and three other leaders of the Asian Ninka native community have been murdered in a remote area near the Brazilian border. Edwin Chota was a prominent opponent of illegal logging, which is devastating the Amazon reason, region. He'd received death threats, and now he is dead. So logging. Yeah. 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 Oh, here's a good one for you, Mike. People with uh, blood type AB. Okay. Do you have AB? Yeah. You do? I think so. That's that's a rare one. No, I'm not. Okay. You're yeah. the you're the common. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, they're they're more likely to develop memory loss in their later years. I was gonna Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's not what, funny. What, no, that no. is not funny. AB is the least common blood type found in about four percent of the US population. But they did discover that uh really that if you have a b you're more likely to have dementia really yeah i think my mom i think well, my mom was a b well I'd be curious yeah, about that yeah. yeah she had a very rare blood type in the sense that uh, she was accidentally given uh, a small amount of yeah. the wrong kind of blood when she was in the hospital Ooh. and because of that she developed an what, antibody yeah. for certain kinds of diseases or you know so they she would Donate her blood because it was yeah. very rare, but I, I think she was AB. Right. Mom's, uh, Mike's mom had Alzheimer's, that's yeah, why I'm, yeah, yeah. we're talking about this. And uh, on a lighter note, a swamp-dwelling, plant-munching creature that lived 19 million years ago in Africa has been named after Rolling Stone's lead singer Mick Jagger because of its big, sensitive lips and snout. <laughs> the name of the animal Jagger Murex nata translates to Jagger's water nymph. I kind of like that. I like it too. Yeah. I'm going to name a, something after you. That would and be here's great. another little deal. With the long-standing debate over whether violent movies cause real-world violence as a backstop, a new study found that each person's reaction to violent images depends on that individual's brain circuitry and how aggressive they were to begin with. In other words, you just don't show violence to people and everybody gets up and does violent things. If, yeah. if you're, if you're prone to violence, you will probably will do violent yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, along those lines, marijuana has been shown to be an effective uh, treatment yeah. oh. to prevent post-traumatic stress disorder in rats. In rats. Yeah. They, they have how some many, rats how, that fought for the uh, U.S. Army Service say, during Desert did, Storm. Yeah, did and, they, yeah. How many IEDs are they exploding in, in, yeah. these, in these little rat cages yeah. that these guys... Uh, um, okay. Roughly 2.5 million combat veterans have uh, returned to the U.S., yeah. And many of them coping with PTSD. They're thinking that, you know, perhaps if they just puff a little bit, it'll be better for them. And I guarantee you it will be. Yeah. Yeah. 
it can't you know it's not going to hurt yeah. right i mean let, let's be honest yeah. it's not going to hurt them uh -huh. to uh to smoke a little ganja in order yeah. to get them through yeah uh, i would i would actually think that you would want to you know have isol is is burning down the crops of, of yeah. marijuana that they find yeah maybe if they just smoke some of that things would just chill out a little Trust bit me, here I, I do believe you're right a rewriting of the christian lord's prayer you know, the yeah. Lord's Prayer. Yeah. To commemorate the late Hugo Chavez is causing controversy in Venezuela. Roman Catholic, uh, that would be the church versus state sort, sort of things yeah. going yeah. on down there. The back and forth started when Socialist Party delegate Maria Estrella Uribe read the prayer at a party convention, Ars Chavez, who art in heaven. She started off, and then she also finished it with, uh, lead us not into the temptation of capitalism. Oh, my God. Yeah. And just for what it's worth, Venezuela is 90% Catholic. Yeah. So this is kind of a controversy there now, although it, it is mixed with Santeria. Yes, so it, yes, And, and a it lot is, of other what is, they call yes, uh, yes. syncretic belief systems. Uh, In other words, just a hodgepodge. Yeah. It's not really Catholic as much as it is right. well, Catholic plus. It's Catholic plus. It's yeah. a spicy Catholic, spicy, yeah. a spicy Catholicism. <laughs> uh, one quick thing about Israel: uh, the Israeli government has quietly acknowledged that Hamas uh, acknowledged Hamas leaders had no role in the abduction of the three Israeli teens that led to the massive raid in the West Bank yeah. and the ensuing assault on Gaza. According to New York Times, documents released by Israeli police provide no evidence that the top leaders of Hamas directed or had prior knowledge of the plot to abduct three Israeli youths. Again, this is the this was the rationale for uh, three or four weeks of, uh, of a, an assault on Gaza. Basically, they killed about 2,200 people and just essentially decimated uh, the economy, whatever's left of the economy in Gaza. Are you ready for some secret stuff? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, yeah. Mahler's back. Hey, the end of the world is over, Mahler. You can come back. Yeah. It's time for secret stuff. He's still a little bit, you know, all that end of the world stuff just really bothers him. Oh, yeah, him. I could tell he's a, yeah. he just sounds down. Sorry, God. Sorry, Mahler. Documents from Edward Snowden. Oh, Mahler. Revealed details about the U.S. government's secret plans to conduct economic espionage for the benefit of U.S. corporations. Oh, yeah. yeah. What have we been saying? Uh, yeah. Just that, exactly. That's yeah. the real reason that we're yeah. doing this. Stuff. The Obama ad administration acknowledged conducting, conducting economic spying, but denies it does so to help U.S. companies. No. However, a 2009 report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence suggests using cyber operations against research facilities in foreign countries and how to assess findings that would be useful to the U.S. industry itself. Yeah. So, yeah, they're doing it. Yeah. And, you know, in a way, I, I really don't have a huge problem with that. Because those same countries are spying on our yeah. on our business just to figure out what we're doing. So, yeah, yes. It's, it's, not, it's not like we're spying into their private lives. Right. We're, we're trying to, uh, right. it's the free market at its healthiest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> also, a pair of newly released documents reveal more details about the Bush administration's legal rationale for the wireless Warren Tap. <laughs> wireless <laughs> Warren Tap. I have to remember that one. <laughs> the warrantless wiretapping of American citizens after the 9-11 attacks. The documents relate to sweeping surveillance conducted by the NSA under the program known as Stellar Wind. Was <laughs> Dude, that was Stellar Wind you just passed. <laughs> Where do they come up with these I names anyway? Know. Stellar Wind. Stellar Wind. I guess. In a decade-old memo, 
Jack Goldsmith, who led President Bush's Office of Legal Counsel, says the 9-11 attacks justified what he calls the president's inherent constitutional authority to order warrantless wiretapping, an authority that Congress cannot curtail. <sighs> That's what they said back That's then. That's what they said. And now it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look back on the the good old days with on the at, at the uh, with the Bush administration. Yeah. When when they actually there, <coughs> at to some extent there was a legal debate within uh, the Bush administration, not as vigorous as I would have hoped, but at least there was some consternation over implementing it. Yeah. Now we get to the Obama administration and it's full speed ahead, and that's yeah. that's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man, oh man! Well, you got him off the, his, you know, yeah. his gloom and doom thought process. He's yeah. he's back. Yeah, All I guess so. Back. Yeah, he's dogs back. are that way. There he goes. Squirrel. Ah, well, yeah, at least goes. he goes. What's he playing with? Jeez. I don't know. Ah, uh, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org, and now it's time for drones in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a crazy guy he is. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Uh, a drone strike in the south of Yemen killed four al-Qaeda suspects. And we can only assume it's a U.S. drone because mm -hmm. we're the only one operating drones well, down there. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Have you ever heard of another country using a, a drone strike to take out somebody in another country? Well, they've tried. Well, I don't know if where? anybody's been successful. Yeah, well, Israel, not... Hamas, you know, yeah, okay. there's oh, been that's surveillance true. kind that's of true. drones flying Sur back okay. and forth. Okay. Other other than Israel, yeah. and the United States, we have we not heard of you know Russia using a drone to take somebody out in Ukraine? Have we? I don't think so. Yeah, uh -oh. that's interesting. I never thought about, it, but not that I know of. Also in drones in the news, the New York Police Department arrested a man for flying a small drone over the empty facilities of the U.S. Open, just as Serena Williams and uh, Flavia Panetta were playing nearby. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> The police charged uh, this guy with reckless, that was flying the drone, with reckless endangerment, violation of a local law, and failure to comply with a sign. With a sign? Yeah. Was there a sign? I got a sign for you. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> drone flying over the U.S. Open? Was that the it, sign? It was probably some interpretation. Of, <laughs> I don't know if it was a drone sign, but failing to comply with a sign. Wow. Kind, of, kind of sounds like an Eddie Izzard kind of <laughs> infraction. Uh, <clears throat> also, NASA is working on air traffic control systems for drones. Ever since they, you know, they started bringing drones into the country and using them, the concern has been about safety. And uh, how are they gonna fly in patterns without running into airplanes and well, people? Every, every legal drone moving forward should have some sort of homing device or some kind of a beeping system that lets somebody know that it's up there. I, that, I mean, to me, that would solve the problem. You're gonna fly a drone, it's got to have some onboard electronics. It says, "I'm I'm up here and I'm flying yeah. around." That's, That's all we need is is more, more more radio waves. Oh. I'm just saying. Hold on, I got I got a story for you. NASA is now working on a solution on an air traffic control system exclusively for drones that fly around 400 and 500 feet. Uh, that would be uh, lower than conventional airplanes. The idea is to create a system that will help drones avoid each other. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I guess. I guess. 
also in Drones in the News uh, in a follow-up report. You mm. might have remembered this or might actually remember this. Okay. Uh, in, at the University of Florida, they were going to lend drones to students, allowing them to check them out uh, like books from the library. Remember that? I be- that was yeah. a couple months ago. Okay. Well, the FAA doesn't think too highly of this. They want to shut down. They, they deny the university a certificate of authorization to use the drones, but the university's dean of libraries is not giving up and is pushing on the FAA to make it happen. I understand what they're doing here. It's not just anybody can walk in. You take a class in, in drone technology. Yeah. And the library allows you to check out a drone, and you will use it responsibly like anyone else who's using a drone. So I don't, I don't understand the real problem other than the FAA just wants to assert its, its authority here. It seems like a, a well-controlled so, drone uh, usage. So, so you, if I'm a student, I would go and I'd say, I want to use the drone, and I have to specify well, you're what a I'm drone, using. Yeah, you're taking a drone technology course. Yeah. You, just could, you just couldn't be oh. saying, oh, I, I'm, I'm from KCI, and I, wanna, yeah. I thought it would be really cool to fly a drone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. You said you had a story there? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I can't find it. You can't so find never it. never mind. Well, okay. It was, <laughs> on, it was drone related. Drone related. And yeah, now it's gonna drive me crazy. Oh, so. No, I didn't think too much of that. What is it, Mahler? Are you mad? Are you mad about Citizen United? Is that what oh, it is? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Those Republicans. Is that that's what's getting to you? <laughs> All those Republicans. Tell me about a boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think too. <laughs> Senate Republicans managed to block a constitutional amendment on campaigns. On campaign spending. Now he shuts right up. <laughs> anyway, they blocked a constitutional amendment on campaign spending, which would be the, uh, the, to reverse the Supreme Court's Citizens United, United. ruling. They which, did block which, it. They did block it, but they... They allowed they, debate on it. Yeah, they managed to block it, is okay. what I said. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> so okay, got it. They did block it. Gotcha. Yes, they did. Okay. And that was, they, they wanted to have an amendment that would reverse this. They blocked that. Okay. Yeah. By the Democrats needed a 60 votes to conclude debate on the measure, but failed to do so. They knew that, too. Yeah. In addition, a constitutional amendment needs 67 votes to pass the Senate. Right. The measure failed 54 to 42, with members voting along party lines. It's just it's crazy. I mean, you know, the Republicans are saying it's freedom of speech, but what it is is just allowing money to have the loudest voice. Nobody's saying anyone, people can't talk about these things or broadcast these things. We're just trying to limit the amount of dollars that goes into it to make your voice heard. Yeah. So you can't flood the, the market with, you can't monopolize the market, essentially, is what we're talking the about. The election is, is not a swap meet. It's not something that you, that if I have a billion dollars, I should go, be able to go in and, and, and essentially block out uh, the sun with with advertising to get m- myself elected to it's just not it's anti-democratic it, it just yeah anyway that happened go on about this it, is but. this is sad uh, President Obama also confirmed he will not fulfill his pledge to take executive action on immigration reform by summer's end he had promised a broad overhaul in the face of Republican obstruction including a potential new reprieve to show to slow his record-breaking deportations but yeah. it ain't going to happen until after the election. Yeah. I guess he got a call from a lot of Democrats who said, please don't push this forward right. because we'll lose our seat. That's exactly right. Yeah. And uh, there are a lot of people who are upset about the fact that he's not pushing for a lot of the groups who are immigration groups. But 
I'm with him on this one. Yeah. I, I really am. It's just there's no way in, in this kind of hothouse atmosphere of an election to get anything rationally uh, yeah. accomplished. Yeah. So uh, rational. There'll be there'll be Willie Hortons all over the place. Yeah, it'll, and then it just, it, yeah, it just becomes everything. It'll make it more difficult to pass when after the election, I believe, yeah. or more contentious. Yeah. A former portfolio manager for SAC Capital was sentenced to nine years in prison for what the government has called the largest insider trading case in history. Matthew Martoma was charged with conducting illegal trades based on inside information about the development of an Alzheimer's drug, mm. uh, netting $276 million in profits and averting losses for SAC Capital. He was the eighth employee of the firm to be convicted of insider trading. Okay. Yeah. And here's, a, here's, here's back to our, our water situation here. Yes. Here's your, your wonder. Torrents of water. Torrents of water have been flowing down Wild Horse and Green Valley Creeks and another unnamed waterway in the hills southeast of Napa since Napa Valley's August 24th 6.0 earthquake. Really? Yeah. The quake that caused the $400 million in damage to Napa, Sonoma, and Solana counties also forced groundwater to surface into several dry or nearly dry creeks and streams in the region. Is a potential bonanza for drought plague Viejo, which built an emergency pipeline from Lake Berryessa in the spring after officials learned that the, su the supply of the Sacramento-San Joaquin River Delta water was being cut off. Oh, my God. So this miracle water, that's it, what they call it there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't blame them. Yes, bubbled bubbled yeah. up within the 1,500-acre watershed that Viejo has exclusive rights to use. My God. Well, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, I guess. Good but here's here's the other scenario. Here we've got an earthquake up there. Yeah. And now the water, which is supporting a lot of the structure that underneath the ground, yes, that's true, is, is draining up and out, yes. which could mean that there's another earthquake at hand soon. Yeah. Just but, like yeah. just like fracking and everything else when they disrupt the. Yeah. The the, uh, the ground structure yeah and that and yeah. we talked about it a couple of weeks ago that there's so much water that's been sucked out of the aquifers that they they've lowered it's the ground has yeah. been lowered by a, an inch or two or some yeah uh, sometimes feet, feet many feet in, in some places many feet <sighs> yeah. meanwhile a study on climate change warned the southwestern united states is at increased risk of a devastating drought the risk of a decade-long drought is normally about 50 percent yeah but with climate change, as it is right now, it goes up to about 80 or 90 percent. So that's a decade-long drought. Now, the, it, it, the chances are about 80 or 90 percent. Yeah. And we're only into year three. Three. Yeah. And for a multiple-decade-long drought, or a mega-drought, as they call it, the mm -hmm. risk is normally about 5 or 15 percent. But with climate change, it goes up between 20 and 50 percent. So there's a there's a possibility, a distinct possibility this this drought we're in could be over a decade. Uh, it's just it's unsustainable. We I mean our 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 way of life is not sustainable for a decade worth of this kind of a drought. We just won't be able to. It'll get some of the riffraff out of here. It is will. The way I look it will at it. for sure. <sighs> let's talk. Let's talk sports. I'm oh. tired of this this spooky okay. stuff. Well, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk sports. Okay. Yeah. I, I did. <laughs> Mahler, Mahler, Mahler. You like sports? Yeah. 
Baltimore Ravens running back. Ray Rice yeah. was cut by his football team and indefinitely suspended by the National Football League after a video showed him punching his then fiance into unconsciousness. Yeah. Yeah. A massive public outcry led NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell to apologize and change the league's domestic violence policy. Now, because of this, forearms to the face will be prohibited. However, NFL wives will be required to wear a face mask. <laughs> and, there, and there will be a, a penalty issued, too. <laughs> It will be a, a flag thrown. Well, yeah, a flag yeah. will be thrown. You're, yeah. The point being that it, it, they teach these people to do this. Yeah. They teach right. people to hit each other, yeah. and then the rest of us cheer them. And and now all we do is sit and watch a video of, of one of these guys hitting his wife, and we're all shocked. Yeah, I'm not shocked that it's happened, but I am... Well, appalled. I am are. appalled at the reaction of the commissioner of the of the commissioner of the sport. Well, if you're going to have a if you're going to have a sport that is look, is based on slamming into people, yeah, I don't know. Then you got to expect these people to slam into people. Does hockey? I don't. I'm asking the question. Does hockey have this level of you know of problems with uh, uh, with? You told me that hockey is kind of cleaned up over the. Oh, years. they have definitely. Yeah. They don't do the fighting nearly as much, and it's actually becoming somewhat enjoyable to watch it. Yeah. But um, no, no, I'm just wondering. The thing is, you're right. All the things you said, I agree with. The the NFL though is is a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit. By the way, I just found out today. I thought it was um, Roger Goodell, the the commissioner of professional football, made forty four million dollars last year. Yeah, and a nonprofit. And a nonprofit. The NFL is a nonprofit. I will say that over and over again. Sickening. It is a nonprofit corporation. It is the only. Uh, no, uh, non-profit sports corporation. The the ruling was made specifically for the NFL so that they will prosper, and it's never been rescinded. And at this point, I would say that the good trade-off was just to be to take away their non-profit status. I amen. I yeah. I think that's a great idea. If you want to go beat up on people and and cause this kind of behavior with your employees, then fine. No, just don't don't make us call you non-profit. I guess I guess what my problem with all of this has been that. That there have been lots and lots of uh, cases of uh, let me start over. Football players have been involved with domestic violence for a long time. The number of cases have come and gone, but the commissioner has never done anything. When these guys have been convicted, now we yeah. can't. With Ray Rice, he got two game suspension, and then eventually he got a six game suspension because people were outraged that he only gave him two two games, and he gave another guy a season for smoking pot and. Yeah, well, you know all this kind of nothing back yeah. and forth. That's I mean, all this it's crazy. It's crazy because pot will actually make you less violent. Well, now we know. I mean, yeah. Not that anybody. That's a surprise to anybody. Oh, there you. Oh, we got the terrible towel just thrown at us by uh, by our own oh, Sheldon Abbott. Flag. Yeah, it's it's a it's a penalty on us. It is. It's I a guess yellow the flag. Point, uh-uh. The point is, is there's always been a nod and a wink, and, and this goes to your point: the, the violence that we, you know, why we should not be surprised when these when these uh, men engage in violent behavior off the field, given their occupation. But it does bother me that the commissioner has been basically, oh, it's boys being boys kind of approach to punishing these people for these. He's things. the commissioner of a violent game. Yes. You expect him to be what? Noble? I expect I expect when people have crossed the line and done something illegal. It's not crossing the line in, in sports, though. No, I, it, is, I, it, it is because it got played on TV too much. Okay. That's, well, that's, I think that's, that's where the outrage is, 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 a, is a, that an elevator camera caught this. And, and we were subject to it. You know, the funny thing about all that is, 
we saw the other side of this videotape where where the woman is dragged out and yeah. and and dropped. Yeah. He drags her out of the elevator and drops her, and gets her. I don't know. Gets her shoe out of the elevator and, and just kind of walks away like there was nothing. That this was yeah. no big deal. So we already knew what had happened in the elevator. We just saw what happened in the elevator. Well, again, it is no big deal. All right. I, and not to them. Yeah, that's you're right. To your point, yes, that's right. Yeah. So no I, 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 and and why play that it is? <sighs> why not just take away Their any sort of status yeah, that they I have agree, and, and let agree. them go off to what they want to do? Yeah, yeah. And also in sports, the majority owner of the National Basketball Association's Atlanta Hawks is selling his stake over the disclosure of an email. His share of the company. In August 2012, Bruce Levinson wrote his co-owners and general manager to ask that more be done in order to attract Southern whites uncomfortable around African-American spectators. And he cited the use of hip-hop music at a cheerleading squad that was majority black. He said, my theory is that the black crowd scared away the whites and there are simply not enough affluent black fans to build a significant season ticket base. I never felt uncomfortable, but I think Southern whites simply were not comfortable being in an arena or at a bar where they were in the minority. Now, he, he called that a racist garbage attitude, but he also concluded that it should still be catered to in order to beat boost ticket sales. And I think what you have here is a guy, a businessman, yeah. who's, who's trying to, to increase his business. Yeah. This is what happens in business all across the country. I know. And to point this one guy out and know. You know, put a finger on, on him with the Hawks and say, oh, he, he's a bad boy because he, they, they do this at Korean grocery stores. Yeah. That, they, they, yeah. They do, you know. yeah, I agree with you. I agree. It's the, he, he say, exactly. He's saying this is racist garbage. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that Southern whites are so uncomfortable being around blacks. Yeah. But at some point, we, at some point, we, they just got to get over it. I mean, what, I, the Southern whites? Yeah, the Southern whites. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you, at can't, the same you time. can't run scared every time. You, I understand, you know, this is a tough one because if we, if we cater to it, then it'll never get any better. I, I, I just, I'm. I, well, I, I, I don't, he wasn't calling for a, you know, a, a scorched earth here. Yeah. He was trying to figure out to get more white fans there. I know. He wasn't saying, let's, a, let's cut down on, on any of the blacks. Let's just try and attract more whites. How yeah. do we do that? Yeah. No, we're not, not going to say, say we're, we're not going to wear white sheets over our heads no. and frighten away any black customers. We're, we're simply going to try and well, then do that. cater yeah. to whites. Then, then, okay. And then the, the but, problem. But I, the email itself. I know. The problem the I have problem. is, well, the, why is that the problem? Yeah. He's trying to figure a way out. He's trying to be honest. He's trying to figure a way to yeah. make this work. And now he's. I, I I agree that he. That just. It's. I think in this case, it's it's overkill to ask him to resign. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Molly says. Well, this, he, he wants to chime in on this. Do, he says, "Do they let dogs into the hot games?" <laughs> I don't think so, Molly. I I think that would frighten away the white customers. Actually, probably frighten away all the customers. It frightens away a lot of the poodles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. Is poised to become the largest U.S. city to decriminalize marijuana. Mayor Mike Nutter. I like that name. <laughs> right off the bat, I like Philadelphia. He has pledged to sign a city council bill imposing a $25 fine for possession of an ounce or less. Or less. pot. Yeah. yeah. And those cited would reportedly have to appear before a judge, but would not have a criminal record. 
he just show up. The judge says, you're a bad boy. And people caught smoking in public, pot that is, would face a $100 fine and it could be waived through community service. This sounds like a positive way yeah. to smoke pot to me. Yeah. You know, I'll take that chance. Yeah. And if I'm stupid enough to smoke in public, yeah, that's then what I'm sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go to, uh, you know, I'll help some people out at Dummy, the homeless shelter. what are you smoking pot in public for? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. And the measure could prevent thousands of arrests each year. Yeah. This is good. This and, is, and it also, yeah, it will decriminalize a, a, a segment of the population that should not be criminalized. Yeah, I, I, this, is, this is a myth. I don't. I don't want R.J. Reynolds to get a hold no, of pot. No, I agree. I, I, agree I prefer you. it this way. Yeah, yeah. This is a nice black market. This isn't. This isn't a you know a horrible black market. A this benign a black market. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much. If you, you have any more, Mike. Oh, just a quick thing. Uh, the forty-one million dollar settlement uh, that the so-called Central Park Five reached with the uh, yeah. city of New York has been upheld by cool. a judge in New York City. These are the guys who were wrongly convicted of raping a female jogger in Central Park 25 years ago. Five blacks and one Latino man were arrested, tried as uh, yeah. adults, as teenagers, uh, and they got basically a million dollars for each year that they were in jail. One guy was in for 13 yeah. years. This is William Kunstler's case originally, right? I believe it yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and that, so the guy and, was and in for, he was just yeah. demonized for taking this on because yeah How everybody thought these yeah. these black guys were guilty. This was back in the eighties. There was a lot of talk about. Uh, how New York was sliding into the abyss and there was crime, rampant crime, and, and a lot of things were going on that set this thing up so that these six kids, that's what they were, happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, the man who actually did it uh, actually confessed to the crime. They found his DNA, and so they confirmed yeah. it. And these, But in the meantime, these kids were 14, 15, and 16 years old, and their lives were, for a period of time, absolutely ruined. And finally... There are sometimes you just come across someone's name that they get into the news just because mm -hmm. of their of name. name. Uh -huh. Cherry's Waffle Tennis. Tell me more. Cherry's Waffles Tennis was arrested in Jupiter, Florida for using a stolen credit card to buy a pair of Ray-Bans, a GoPro camera, and a spear gun at the Groundswell Surf Shop. <laughs> this is Cherry's Waffles <laughs> Tennis. <laughs> <laughs>